This stuff is stuff half bet, and we begin a, a few lines down at the next halacha, the next mishnah. So peya inkotzrin over magelot ve inokrin okrin ota ve kardumot kadeshila lo yaku ishet reyeku. So the mishnah is simply teaching us we don't allow the anim to halves in a way that's going to be dangerous. The reason for that is quite simple because it's all each man for himself. In the frenzy, if you're using a scythe or you're using a hatchet or some sharp implement, it's likely to uh, injure someone um, in, in the rush. So therefore, you're not allowed to use such sharp implements when they're collecting the payer. Okay, fine. Next. Shalosh, shalosh av ayot, of ayot. So we have to explain what that term means. But it seems to be there are three designated times beyond. In the morning, at midday, and mincha time. That uh, for when uh, they can come, the anima meant to come and take peya. So Rabban Shimon Rabban Gamliel says, Lo amru lo So Rabban Gamliel says the reason for this is that's a minimum. Okay, and this we'll see. The Gemara will explain. This is, in other words, Rabban Gamliel says the shiur chachamim by saying has to be three times. That's for the benefit of the aniyim. However, Rabbi Akiva says, Lo amru lo yosif. Quite the opposite. Rabbi Akiva says is that, that that's like the maximum amount, not the minimum. Now, why is that? This would be then for the tovat, for the benefit of the balabait, because the balabait doesn't have to be bothered, like the, the people knocking at his gate, for him to be present to open it for every anihi that comes through. Okay? That is, uh, that's why Kathy explains the mission. Okay? Now, then it, can, then it continues. Shabbat namer hayu malak, malkitim et ha'alachevel, what the, uh, the people of Beit Namer used to do, is they would harvest their field line by line. So they put literally a chevel, like a, or they go by ropes, they'd do strip by strip. And therefore, at the end of every section, they would leave payer. The idea is they would leave payer gradually. We'll see if that's a positive thing or not. So let's, let's now learn the Gemara. What are these avayot? What, is these, what does the term mean? We understand that the, the implication, it means there were three times in the day of which the Balabai would have to make the field available. So where does the term come from? So Amar Abun, Kamada Tema, like it says in the Pasuk, this is from um, Ovadia, it says, Ech nichpasu Esav, um, how is it the, like, term of exclamation that how Esav was searched, Niv'u Matzbonav. So Niv'u is the, uh, the, is the word we're interested in the Pasuk. Matzbonam is that which is hidden. So Niv'u comes from a language, or the Targum Yonatan, Actually says it's like nitkal itgalin. I think it's itgalin. It's, it's language of being revealed. So therefore, who is being revealed here? Meaning the balabai has to make himself available at these three times. That's the language of avayoti. Okay, and that's uh, I read the gra. It says pirush or aviyavim mefrashel strong gluyin revealed kolam agimo parim tzarik adam legalot atzmo betoch sadeil. He has to reveal them to make himself available in the field. Because Ani can't, can't just come in. They need to, they need to be, the Balabite has to open, the Balasadi has to open the field for him. So, yeah. Does he need to be there? He doesn't need to be there, right? I think he does. I think he has to open it up and it's, it's in their presence. No, well, but say that, but once he opened up, they can go in themselves. I mean, he doesn't need to. Watch them, supervise them. Yeah. Uh, that I'm not sure. He definitely has to let them in. They can't just come when they like. Um, whether he has to be there the whole time, I'm not sure. No, because the Pnei Moishe says, okay. um, anyway, okay. it's like, he, it's like, sounds like he needs to be there. It's, it's yeah, I'm not sure if the whole time, but definitely has to be there to let them in. Um, okay. 
Um, I'll yep. check it out. Okay, now why is it Why are those three times in the day? It says, These are the women that are feeding, and therefore the children are supposedly asleep early in the morning. I mean, they've been up all night, so now finally they're sleeping in the morning. <laughs> and that's at the time when the, uh, the mother's able to go and go, go and uh, be available to get to put to them in the field. And, and this tenokot, I think that's nothing literally mean babies, but the young people that seem to be sleeping in during the morning. That's why we make it available for them. Or mincha, that's the term we saw yesterday in our discussion. These the elderly people. They'll take them till mincha time before they're able to, because they're walking on their stick. It takes them a while to get going. And they'll only really be able to reach the fields at mincha time. So therefore, this fits in very nicely with Rabban Gamliel, who says that as a continuation, um, this is really for the benefit of all the Aniyim. In other words, we, we try and make it accommodate all different types of Aniyim so they have the opportunity to come. Therefore, but if the Balabite wants to be generous and I open it five times, go for it. However, this is, this is assuming that there's going to be something left from the first session. Um, exactly what I wanted to ask. Correct, correct, correct. It's assuming. Don't get everything away. And there's no, I mean, you, you know, you mentioned at the beginning this question of the frenzy and therefore people being damaged. One would think that, you know, you would avoid the frenzy altogether. There would be some kind of Chalukah Mesuderet. Um, this is. Maybe, maybe it was strictly only for mothers in the morning and strictly only for baby, mothers of, ba of infants in the, in the midday and strictly maybe for elderly people in the afternoon. It doesn't sound like it if there's a frenzy there. Yeah, well, there shouldn't be a frenzy. I'm agreeing, but I don't, the Gomorrah doesn't... Uh, doesn't uh, give us any uh, evidence of anything like that. So uh, once again, but the Torah says that you're meant to leave pay and not meant to mechalika, right? If they decide, if they if, if, if they decide they want to divide it, we've said if everyone, if all the Aniyim said, okay, we decide we want to divide it, then they can, they can choose to do so. Um, yeah, okay. So uh, just, it just seems like the Torah is essentially providing a, an excellent situation for a riot. Um, so that's why the Chachamim tried to say that, well, firstly, if everyone's pulling it out by hand and not doing using industrial tools for it, it's not going to necessarily clean out in one morning, especially if you're talking about a large field. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I think Chachamim are sort of keeping, keeping things in order. Okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, Rabbi Kiva says, In other words, this, this uh, shear, as we said, according to Rabbi Kiva, is a maximum. And however, if you want to do less, you can do less. Um, I'll, read the, I'll read the grass. It's perish to Ze Ein Hezeklani Yimpok. Now, the Gra gives a different reason why he can't increase it. Meaning, if, it's, if he wants to do less, he can do less. Why? Because if one set of anim can't make it. No, 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 can't make it. The anim as a population don't lose out. What's the concern? If he does five or six times, what he might do is he tells a close friend of his, I'll tell you what, come at, come at uh, you know, 2.30 in the afternoon when most of the anim aren't around and I'll open the doors for you and then you can get what you like. So it's a different, a different rationale here. So that's why, um, that's why Rabbi Kiva, it's supposed to Rabbi Kiva, what I said before, was so that the Balabite doesn't be the whole time. Here it's a concern that the Balabite may actually show favor to an individual. Okay, let's continue. Yeah, correct. So the, the Gra changes that to Yifchot, because again, we said, um, 
that, because otherwise it doesn't make sense, right? In, the the Ramagana says you can add, and Rabbi Kiva says that what you can, what, it doesn't make sense because they're saying the same to Ramagana. No, just three. Yeah, but uh, the Grah gra changes it and explains it the way I've explained. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so let's continue. That's what we said before. So Tani, this is this is the Beit Nama that used to do it. Uh, give payer gradually. Tani Abba Omer says They they remembered both for, in, in certain respects and they they remembered in a disparaging manner and, and, and in praiseworthy manner. So Maskinot Gnai, why what, what what did they do that was negative? They wouldn't leave a sixtieth. They'd only leave one percent of the field. So that was a bad practice. However, maskin lo shvach, they the the they're mentioning for shvach for shayu malkitin otzo imachevel nunim peat mikolaman loma because what they used to do they used to do it gradually and that way what happened is the ani wouldn't have to sit and you know wait around to this they, they finish the field they could come and take like in, on a daily basis they need a bit of wheat today they can come today they don't have to sit there waiting for the harvest to finish that's why it was considered a, a, a praiseworthy thing they did let's continue tani b'shem rebi shimo mitnei chamisha dvarim lo yiten adam peat and now we've explained this uh, previously as well, all the five reasons. So the five reasons why you have to do end of the field. So one stealing from the anim, one's the 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 anim, we're going to explain all of these. One is because of cheaters, one is what it appears he's doing, and the final one is because the Torah says so. So if it explains, if the Torah says so, why do we need these other reasons? <laughs> we'll get to that soon. Let's continue. What's mitnei gezel aniim? Keitzah. So how so? Shloira adam et shashap nuya v'umelo krovav krova ani bavit tolacha et apayah. So why? What's one of the reasons why you should leave pay at the end of the field? So because if you do it at any time, again, you might have a close relative who's an ani and say, "Quickly come now here, take here, take this payah." What's the next one? What's mitnei bitul aniim? Shloyu ani meshvim meshamrin kolim v'rim achshavu noten payah achshavu noten payah. In other words, why does they leave it into the field? So the anim can know when it's predictable at the time when this when pair is going to be left. Otherwise, if it's if it will be any moment, the anim, anim are going to be sitting by this person's field during the entire harvest, waiting. Maybe it's going to be paying now. So therefore, now they can wait. They can go to another field and come back at the time when it's completed. What's the next reason? What's midnei haremaim? What's the concern of cheats? Shulmo kvanatati. Because a cheat might not leave pay. Uh, when they're challenged, why didn't you leave pay? It says, look, I left it earlier on in the piece. Um, <clears throat> and another reason is, the odd, the gra adds here, <clears throat> because then what can happen if you can do it in any fashion, don't leave it at the end of the field, you might find a, a pretty a bad patch in the middle, middle of your field and say, okay, I'll leave that for the onion and I'll take what the, the, what's the edges of my field, which is actually better, better gray. Next, the next one is nickname Marit Ayin. The concern of Marit Ayin is what Kate actually because what would happen if we allowed person to leave Peya at any time, he might then what leave it earlier on. Other people seem finish off the field, not leave anything, and they'll suspect one second this guy didn't leave Peya. In other words, he was a Kashra person, but he appears not. And the final one is Mishumsha Amra Torah Lotich Le And the final one is because the Torah says so. So if the Torah says so, why do we need all these un- all the, uh, other reasons? And the reason is as follows. If you look at uh, the, the Rosh Cerilio, he says, de kra, the, pashu, the pshat of the pasuk is that you should leave it at the end of the field. Asadere, ela de marbina emsa, but we've got a ribuy that says you can leave it earlier on. Like we've seen previously, if someone left payah earlier on the piece, it would work. Uh, 
Kiliita the the pashut of the pasuk is at the end kamo al arba so now what's the really saying it says it's not that the Torah says you have to because it's not true we've got a riboy that says you can that you can leave pay at other parts along the way like we've seen when the riboy that we learned in the first parak when we first started learning pay together however since the pashut shot of the pasuk is that really someone should ideally because of all these other reasons as well, go like the Pasha Pshad of the Pasha and leave it at the edge of them. Okay. Let's now learn next halacha. What if a, non, a, a, a person, when he wasn't Jewish, he harvested his field, <coughs> he did the ksira, and then converted. We say, Why? Because it's these things that you're chayev on when you do the ksira. And when he was doing the ksira, when he was harvesting, he wasn't a barachilva, he wasn't chayev to leave peah. Or leket or shichachar as well. Now you might think, one second, shichachar. Rabbi Huda mechayim b'shichachar. Rabbi said she's chayim b'shichachar. Why? She ain't shichachar ella b'shad imur. Because what what what's the mitzvah of shichachar? When you've bundled the wheat together and you left some behind, so this person's already converted according to Rabbi Huda, and now he's doing the imur. He's doing the bundling. So why should he not? Why should he patur from shichachar? So that's why the Gemara says now you tamer Rabbi Huda. Rabbi said the truth. So my timer the Rabbanan. Why the Chachamim disagree? Why do they say he's patu, this convert who, even, who, who converted after the Ketzirah, before he moved, why is he patu from Shechacha? So Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rav Chizkiah said that Rabbi Yehuda B'Shem Rishmuel says as follows, Ketiv, it says, now, what you have written here is V'shachta Omer Besadeh V'shachta Kama Et Sheesh Lo Shechacha Yesh Lo Shechacha Before you say Et Sheesh Lo It says as follows, the Pasuk just says V'shachta Omer Besadeh Lo Tashuv Lekachtot now, the Pasuk itself, I'm going, to, I'm going to piece together a few Purushim have said, said here. Basically, it's in the, um, you know, let's see the Rosh Surya. He says, it says, Okay, which means, he says, I'll read you inside, Because you've got a superfluous word of Sadeh, means you also have Shichat Kama. Meaning if there's an error of the field you forgot to cut and forgot that behind, that would also have the din of Shichat that has to go to the Aniyim. Because it's superfluous, the word Sadeh is superfluous, because it says in the beginning of the Passover, uh, I'll get the whole part. Uh, no, the wrong Passover, sorry. The Passover bed. It already says when you've cut within your field, and then it says, Veshachta Omer, where else are you going to forget the Omer? What does the tornado tell us? Besadeh within the field. So the Besadeh Lameli, Elomar Lachad Shagam Shechacha Bakama. In other words, you have a din of shicha bakama and a shicha also b'ktsira. So therefore, the Gemara now explains, et sheyesh lo shicha kama, yesh lo shichat amarim. Et she'ein lo shicha kama, ein lo shicha omarim. In other words, in its case where someone, in other words, since you have shicha by standing wheat and by, and also by omarim, hachamim say, because you have to be, it's only chayv to leave him omarim if someone has a chiyuv to in the kama. Now, since this person was a wasn't uh, was a was wasn't a Jew at the time of the Ktsira, that means there was no din of shichcha bakama. So, if there's no shichcha bakama, there's also no shichcha beimurim. That's why Chachamim explain it. Okay. Israel v'goy shutufin bakama. What happens if uh, Israel and a goy were were shutafin business partners bakama? We say chelkol she Israel chayv chel she shal goy pator. It's simple. The chelik of the goy. It goes to the, it, it, it is part of the chalak of an Israel is chayyab. 
Reb Chizki b'shem Reb Yermia says it's a machloket. Now, in the interest of our brief shir together, Reb Chaim says here, this relates to a machloket. What machloket are we talking about? This is a machloket in Demai. Um, and uh, uh, regarding um, as follows, you know, I might read a few. Tanya Hat, Tanya Hat, I'm jumping in the middle of Reb Chaim. Akum shekanasa de Masuria. The Svirli the Rebbe Yehuda Darei Kuchulim Vetevel Muurim Zevaser. The Israel Chai Vishakumpato. The Svirli the Rebbe Ain Breira. So it seems to be a machloket related in, in Demai, whether we say Breira or not. So he says here, so if in Israel is a shutter with a goy in a field of Peah, if you say it's based on the machloket of Rebbe and Rabbi Shimon Mugamliel. If you say Breira, we can say, ah, the Chelek now of the Israel is Chai and Peah, and the Chelek of the goy is Pater and Peah. If you say aim brera, the whole thing's mixed together. So therefore, you'd have to say that that would that would be dependent on that machlok. Okay, um, fine. So it's like the whole thing. You can't say it's a whole. It's all. And how would you how would you deal with that? I'm not exactly sure. Okay. So it's murav kam. Okay. Let's uh, let's learn the next mission. Piktish kama. Someone's makdish is kama or pada kama. So his maktish is filled when there was still standing wheat, and then he was poido at uh, uh, well, before harvest. Then he say he's chayev, because it was your property when you did the ketzira. It wasn't property of hekdish. If you put a, if you were you, you cut your field down and bundled it up, and it was maktish for omarim or pada omarim, and redeemed it when it's state of omarim, then you're chayev. If you maktish it come out, and the gizbara comes and does a ketzira, or pada omarim, and then the person comes and redeems it from hekdish. Then he's patu. Why? Shabashat chovata, the time of the chiyuv of peya, which is the ektsira, it was ptura, because ktsira hektish is patu from peya, and lektan shikher as well. Kyotzebo, we find another similar thing. Hamaktish perota, if someone's maktish their produce, anshilo balo onat masro, before it reaches onat masro, and here importantly, onat masro is a shlish, meaning as soon as it reaches a shlish, that's when the chiyuv of peya can kick in. Meaning, achilat arai would be patur still, but if you have achilat keva, you sit down to a meal on this, once it grows a shlish, you'd have to separate, it's considered tell, you have to separate trumas and masrot. Okay, so if it hasn't reached on that masrot, and actually, and you redeemed it still when it hasn't reached, reached a shlish, then you're chayat. Because once it reached a shlish, then what? Then you, then, then, then it was already your property. Mishubaula anat masrot, if it's already reached a shlish, your maktish, your upadam, then you'd be chayat. Because again, it reached a chiyuv of half Rosh Hashanah, if you like, in your, in your possession. It was your only makdish after and redeemed it. However, if, however, now history, now here we've got the term gamran. So the Mepharsh and Mishnah get very excited here because Gemara Malach has a different stage. But for simplicity, we'll keep understanding this is a shlish because we'll see why in a moment. Because that's the way the Yerushalmi clearly understands it. In other words, your makdish before it reached shlish. And then you appoint it after it reaches Shlish. Then you put him, right? Because at the time, time that reached the Chilov of Trumas and Master, the time that reached the Shlish, it was in the property of Hektesh, and property of Hektesh is part of Trumas and Master. Okay, just like it. So now we say, This second section of the Mishnah, when it came to Trumas and Master, Higia, or not Master, Loigia, that whole Chilov, was taught in Mesech Tachala. So the Gemara asked, Why am I teaching this Mishnah twice? So Rabbi Yonah Rabbi Chia um, says, Rabbi Yeshua Levi B'Shem Rabbi says, Now this is fascinating because there are two, there are really two very important critical times. And I think you came across this recently in the end of, yeah, the end of Dafyomi and Beitzer as well. Onat Ma'asrod is when it began, 
the, the it, it comes into the world that's called of, of tevel. Once it gets or not master for wheat, that's a shlish, a shlish of its growth. There's also another stage which is called Gemara Malacha, which is later on. That's when Miruah Hakri. Now, Miruah Hakri, once it's all beaten out and smoothed over the pile, from that point onwards, we say that, okay, if you're selling it to market, I'll simplify it, we'll get to later, then you can't, you can no longer eat a snack from it. If you bring it home, it also wants to reach Penal Bay. But it's another a significant stage, you can no longer snack from it anymore, and then it's, and it's like a Chilteb, like it's Mamash Tevel, that's it. Captain Mafrish, you can't do anything else with it. So, so what we're saying now is we've got two different Mishnah that appear to be saying the same thing to teach us about both these money. Now, the way Reb Chaim explains this means that if either one of these stages, who was Barashud Hekdash, either Rich Tlish, or in just Rishud Hekdash, or even if a Rich Tlish, but then Miru Hakri happened in Rishud Hekdash, either one of them would be Patrick Trumas Amasra. That's the way Reb Chaim understands Yerushalmi. Um, if you're actually interested in uh, this, Kati um, at the end of the Mishnah, this Mishnah is a long extension on this that brings a whole machloket of different shit of Rishonim in terms of how that all works. Is it one or the other, both together, either or? It seems here the way Rukhaim understands Yerushalm, it's clearly either or. That's a conclusion, seems to be Yerushalm. Okay? Rabbi Yossi Amar Rabbah the Chavraya. Chavraya Amri says, And Rabbah Mafarsh Bechalalamiruach. So Chavrai explained that one is Miruach and one is like we said. However, Rabbah says, Mafarish, Bechala it's le Miruach. What do you mean, Bechala le Miruach? Matnim Dechala, I'll explain. Look at Rabbi Chaim, he says, Atadel Mineidet, Nan Hatam, the Gilgul Hektish Patu Minachala, the Gilgul be Isa Lechayala is Kimiruach le Goran le Maisa. And they're both considered Baramalacha. In other words, it's not that it's either or like we explained. Rabbah says, no. For peya, the critical point is shlish. For, for chala, it's what's called miruach. I mean, when Zechiel of chala kicked in, when you reach Gemar Malacha, and what's Gemar Malacha for chala? Gemar Malacha is when you finish like you've kneaded the dough nicely. Okay? So it's another way to talk about two different things. The term Gemar Malacha, don't get so excited about it because it's referring in the context of chala, which is Gilgalisa. Okay. So Matnita de Rebbe Akiva. So we say this mission seems to be Shidat Rebbe Akiva. Why? In other words, you'll see, because we see a In other words, you'll see that Amisha seems to shit at Rabbi Kiva. Because Rabbi Kiva says, as long as it reached Shlish, then it is your patur. You don't have to separate Trumas and Masa, even if it develops after it. Because it's, um, I think it's Banda Nochri. I think it's it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, sorry, not Padan. It's, it's a point of not in Rokhri. So that's back to our case. It's Hektesh. Sorry. Uh, no, it's, it's, no, no, you know, sorry. It is my mistake. It is Goy. Did Kalgan say, Sada Shevi Shlish Litne Goy? A Sada that bought a, developed a Shlish before a Goy, Velachami Menu Israel, and Israel purchased from him. Rabbi Akiva says, You're Patur, you're exempt. You don't have to separate from Asad at all. However, Chachamim says, Hatosefet Chayat. Meaning, granted that which grew till now, you'd be pato from. However, any extra growth, you'd have to separate it. So in other words, what you've got now is tevel and chulin mixed up together. How do you sort of, how do you mafrish? You can't mafrish mineo bay because that doesn't work. So what, what do you do? I think, I think for the solution is, what you do is you mafrish memokomacher to satisfy the, the requirements of tevel that's mixed up in it. What's interesting here, what it seems to be, if in the case, in other words, our mission seems to like she did Rabbi Kiva. 
Because Rabbi Akiva says, as long as it's, it reaches slish, the Yad Goy, that means you're pater from ever. That seems like our, like, like our Mishnah. As long as you're makdish before shlish, then you're pater. And it reaches, as long as it reaches shlish, because if it's not, if it's a chachamim, you might think shira chachamim is, it's usually if you point her back, any extra growth you'd be chayiv to, to have rasha for. So the Gemara says, tiftar either kinsari bikiba mi um, or it's kidivra not miruach. Either you can say it's like betosefet, um, meaning either you can say, sorry, the grass says it's like tosefet. Either you can say, you're right, this is like shira bikiba. And any future growth you're still part of from. That's what it means if you're part or like an Amishna after Rich Shlish, if it longs a rich Shlish, as long as Rich Shlish, Bishop Hekdesh. Or you can say, you can say, this is even Chachamim. Why? Because because they're Miyad. In other words, when you were put it back from Hekdesh, you harvested the field immediately, and therefore there wasn't any extra growth. So everything you had was Patel from Trumas and Master. That's a simple way to get out of the pot. Okay. Let's, uh, let's continue. Next mission. Let's say someone now, someone, someone took some peya and he says, I'm taking this for uh, such and such an ani. I want to be zakir for him. And we hear the assumption here is we're dealing with an ashir, someone who's wealthy. So, um, so Rebbe Yezer says, Zachalo, it works. And Chachamim Omrim, no, it doesn't work. Okay. The machlok, it seems to be, whether we'll see this later on is whether if you're trying to coin as something for somebody else, does it have to be that I'm able to myself give it to somebody else? Is that sufficient? Or I have to be someone who's able to, has a schut to take it. So according to Chachamim, since this person is an Ashi, has no right to take it. Therefore he has no right to take some same payer and say, I'm giving this to them. Okay. We will. Um, so let's have a look. We'll see, we'll, we'll explain it in, 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 as we continue. So if someone takes, let's say a, a, a nochri, non-Jew, decides to leave, then if the nani takes it, he has to be maiser. Unless Elim Ken, unless the nochri was mafkir, and we'll see, we'll discuss that case in tomorrow's um, shir, in tomorrow's gemara. So let's continue. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says, we must be dealing with balhabait ashir. Our mission with this machlok, it must be dealing with the balhabait is, it was wealthy, nechlokul. Aval balabait ani, if he's an ani, since he's ra'ui, he can take for himself because he's an ani, he can take for other people. Now, this, there's a fascinating discussion here. It seems to be, this is in the Rosh Cerilio, a long piece. Gosh, it's really worth it. Look, you know, it's worth it. So we're going to go a bit over today. Let's look at the Rosh Cerilio. It says, I'm not sure if you have the Rosh Cerilio in front of you. Do you have it in your editions or not? You don't. Okay, so I'll read it slowly. It says the balabait ani is a It seems to be that if the balabait happens to be an ani, he can be coined for another ani. Lukole alma. Vikshi Rashi says it doesn't make sense. An ani is not allowed to take his own. So if he can't take his own, it's like an ashi who can't take peya. So how can he be mezakir for somebody else? Yet kasha. Again. If the whole rationale of the Chachamim is, if I have no right to take it myself, I can't coin it for, I can't coin it for somebody else. Okay? That's why he says an Ashir can't. But if it's dealing with a regular poor person, since he has a right to take the pay himself, he can require it for somebody else. The Pashup Shah the Gemara says, we're dealing with a Balabait Ashir. Mashma, even a Balabait Ani could be Mazakir for other people. 
But the, the Kasha Rashi brings, but one second, a Balabite who's an Ani, he's not allowed to take his own payah. So how can he acquire it for somebody else? What are you shrugging? Well, well, it, uh, uh, so we, we discussed this earlier, but how can he have a field? No, well, when we get to end of the pair, we'll define how, how poor someone has to be considered an Ani, right? It doesn't mean he's bankrupt. You'll see, he can have some possessions. It doesn't have to be he's bankrupt. We'll discuss that later on. So therefore, Rashi explains that it must be dealing with what? It must be dealing with, uh, not uh, meaning an Ani can acquire for everybody. That's one, but a Balabari Ani can't. However, the Rosh Cyrilio says, actually, no, it could be because, you know, because he has the right to acquire payah, he's got, in the world of payah, he can get pay from another field, that's why he can claim it for somebody else. Now, the, the, um, the Derech Amuna says, Paskin's like this. However, he says, he shouldn't do that. Why? Because this seems to be no different to a Labalabai who says to his friends, look, quickly come in now, you've got a good opportunity. Because he could be mezakar to his, his mates, if you like, his family or his relatives. That's why Lechachili shouldn't do such a thing anyway. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting uh, side of you. Let's continue. So, Aval Balabait Ani Fine, let's continue. So, Amar Zira, Rebel Azar, Rebbe Yochanan, Rebbe Shub, and Lebi Shosham Doracha. They all said the same thing. Okay? What was Rebbe Shub and Lebi? Rebbe Shub and Lebi basically says, I can be coined as something for somebody else. Okay? If, if, if it's an Ani. So let's have a look. Rabbi Shuvah Malevi. So Rabbi Lazar, the Amar Rabbi Zir, Rabbi Shem, Rabbi Lazar, Adam Zochel Chaver Beretzia. That is a person if he finds a lost object in the field. Oh, not sorry, not just any any Metzia that's hefker, like no siman. I can acquire from somebody else. See, I can coin something for somebody else. Rabbi Yona Yochanan, the Tanim and Taman Metzia Beno or Bitoak Tanim, but Avdo Beshivchatolak Nanim. So let's say these are all people that anything they acquire, either his young children or his Evan Shichak Nani. If they find something in Metzia, it goes to the Baal, right? Or Metzia Ishto as well. It's any Koshima Kana Ishto Kana Baala. So therefore, it goes to the Baal. That's for Metzia. However, Metzia Benov Obito Hagdolim, if they're already Gdolim, or Abdova Shifatoha Ivrim, or a Jewish servant or maidservant, or Metzia Ishto Shigirsho is a divorce, Afal Pishma Tanktuba, even though he hasn't given her a Tuba yet, Hare Eloshelahem, it belongs to them. So far, no Chirushim. Now, watch, Amrad Yochanan. When do we say Benobi Tagdoli in the Metzia's theirs? That's meaning they're not dependent on Shulchan, that they're, sorry, that they're not living at home anymore. They're not dependent on the Father Shulchan anymore. If Benobi Tagdoli, they're still dependent on their father for food, they're like living at home still, then we'd say What we see from here is despite the fact they're a gadol, what they pick up is their own. Since Rabbi Yochanan said, since they depend on their father's house, Minastam, they're going to acquire it for their father. So you see here, once again, Metzia, I can be kind of something for somebody else. That's, that's, that's Shittat um, Rabbi Yochanan. What about Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi? Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi is the Rabbi Yeshua, like we said already before, Amar Balabait Ashir Nechluko Abal Balabait Ani Machashu Ra'uli Tolzacha, which is exactly like we said, Amishnah, that he's Ra'uli, since he can coin it for himself, he can coin it for somebody else. In other words, everyone agrees, even the Chachamim. Okay, let's continue. Tanya Let's say someone who hires a, a worker to do to do work for him. We say a metzia shel balabai. Anything the worker finds belongs to the balabai. So Rabbi Shimon Melakish by Ratzalach Zor Chozerbo Vatomar Metzia shel balabai. So Rabbi Shimon Melakish says as follows: One second, a worker at any point in the day can say, "Look, I've had enough. I'm leaving." So if you can do so, so why do we automatically say if he finds his diamond ring? 
on the floor, or, or not handam ring, something that doesn't have a simon. He finds, you know, you know, a wad of cash on the floor. We say it automatically goes to the balabite. He can just say, I'm, I'm taking it now as an independent. I'm not working for you at this moment. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yaakov Baracha says, I'm Rabbi Yosem. Why are you trying to prove Rabbi Shua ben Lakish, sorry, Shimon ben Lakish, sorry, is Cholek because of that Svara? We know Mefurash, the Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Mefurash, that the Rabbi Shimon Lakish is Cholek regarding a Metzia. Whether if I pick up something, I can acquire it for somebody else. Now, I don't need to bring this diokim on, on, on a worker. I know it's Mefurash by Metzia that, um, that, it, that um, and he's not kind of for somebody else. Okay. Then it says, Rabbi Yochanan Mar Adam Zochelach Aromatia Roshim Roshlakish says, Omar in Adam, I know Zam Zochelach Aromatia. Now it's important I have to bring this uh, Reb Chaim to you. Um, one second. Is it here? No. 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 Okay. Um, and therefore, sorry, that's what I need to bring. And therefore, so therefore, how does, how does, how does, that's what I want to say. How does Rish Lakish then understand our Mishnah? The Machloket in the Mishnah, therefore, would be then even for Ani. So when, um, when the Chachamim says, if someone picks up pay for somebody else, it doesn't work. It's not just talking about Ashi, you're talking about anybody, because if I find a Metzir for Zelf, I can acquire it for somebody else. That's, that, that was the point I wanted to bring out. Sorry, let's continue. So Rav Radifa Amar, if we were beyond Rabbi Yosef, so there's a machlok. It is when can I be acquired something for somebody else? Now, you have to be careful here because we're not talking about a metziah where Rabbi Shimon's Rish Lakish is cholek. Now we're talking about zachin la'adam, meaning the classic example. I want to give a Shabbos gift to somebody else on Shabbos and I can't take a Shabbos gift over because you're not allowed to give my time on Shabbos. So I go to my, my, my friend and say, will you acquire this for something? Will you, will you coin this present but for, for my friend that I'm going to, and therefore it's already considered his. So that's, that's Zachin, uh, can I can Zachin for somebody else? So he says, when does this work? One says, only if you're Ra'uili told, meaning if I'm able to, um, to I, when I'm, I'm able to do that action myself, uh, uh, sorry, Ra'uili told, when I'm actually, I'm Ra'uili to be uh, in the parish to receive that item. Matana means everybody. We'll see in a minute what the Nafkamina is. And the, uh, the other person says, the other person says, only, only if you're a ui li, um, li ten, only if you're a barahachi to give such a gift can you be coined for somebody else. Now, if you think about it, it's very interesting because this person's like an intermediary. Someone's giving to this intermediary to be coined for somebody else. Now, does it have to be that I'm able to be a barahachi to give it? Or, does it or, or do I even have to be a barahachi to be a person who receives it in order to be able to coin it for somebody else? So that's what it says. So, man, amara ui li tol, kol shaken ui ten. If I have to be Bahachi to receive the Kavachomer, that I'm Ra'uitli 10. I'm Ra'uitli 10. The person who says I have to be Bahachi to give it, Halitol, even if I'm not Bahachi to receive it. So what's the what's enough, you know? It says, Matnitem Pligi. It seems to be there's a teaching of Mishnah that seems to be Cholek. Amanda Amar told that I have to be Bahachi to receive it. What's the case? Now that's part of a much bigger Mishnah. And the idea is, is uh, Rav Chaim goes into more detail. And the, and the question is, if I'm making a shaliyah holacha or shaliyah kabbalah and the like, at what point can the Baal be choizer? Meaning if I'm, this is starts, a man wants to give a wife to his get and is an intermediary. If he's making a shaliyah holacha, he says to an individual, I'd like you to take the get to my wife. 
he can be chayzer because the get hasn't come into effect yet. If the wife makes what's called a shliach kabbalah, a person to receive it on her behalf, as soon as it hits, it hits his hands, then that person is, that, since she's divorced, he can't be chayzer. It's as if it hit her hands. As soon as it hits a shliach kabbalah. Now, if the shliach kabbalah comes along and says, I'm a shliach kabbalah, and he says, if she, I don't want you to be the shliach, I'm making my shliach halacha, then he can be chayzer. Okay? What we see from here is a man can be shliach kabbalah for a woman. And a man can't get, get divorced. So how can it get so, so the requirement that he has to be a barahachi to receive it doesn't seem to be the right requirement because a man can receive a get for a woman. So the Gemara says, no, you see there's a context in which a man can receive a get. We know that a man can marry off his minor daughter. How is she divorced if she doesn't have a yad? If the father receives a get. So we see that a man, if you like, is in the parasha of receipt of a get. So therefore, don't bring a kasha from that, from that case. What about shtar shichru zela abdi? What if someone says, I'd like you to give this shtar shichru, this document of severance, like to free my ever? So we say, shechen hu shtar So the answer the Gemara does is, so again, shtar shichru, only an ever can be a recipient of a, of, of a, of a, of a get shichru. So if we're talking about a regular free person, then he's not a barhachi. So I can receive it to be that to, for this other for this Evid. Mazakar, if you like. So we say that no, we're dealing with an Evid himself. Okay. But one second. So this is like we have to piece this together again. But this is part of the Mishnah. The, the Mishnah there talks about both a both both cases of the Evid and the Isha. Now, if you say the safe is talking about an Isha, sorry, an Evid now, how can an Evid be a Shaliyah Kabbalah for a woman? If we're talking about the same person, if the whole mission is discussing now an Evid, because that's the only way you could explain the second case of a Shtar Shichrur, that means it must be an Evid who's the Shaliyah Kabbalah of a woman. And an Evid can't be, is not Barhachi to, be a, to, 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 to receive a get. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Okay, I'll read the reclaim. Ibe Evan Mari Kasha get Daha Khayali Bahadi Hadadi. But Tani La Ten get the Ishti Vishtar Shirula Abdi. It says it, 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 the Mishnah says them both together in one breath. Give this get to my wife and this give Shtar Shikhul to my Evid. So it sounds like we're talking to the same person. So the Gemara very simply answers. It says as follows: Patalet, let's study in. No, granted, yes, it's in the same sentence. It doesn't have to mean that it's the same person in both cases. It could be, let's study him. Let's study him a lot of the time means it's teaching two different things. So now the Rotelo, uh, uh, sorry, the, the Rabchayim says, Don't say we're talking about one same Shaliyah. Let's study him for two different cases. In other words, that's the Shaliyah Ben Chorin. That's when the Shaliyah Ben Chorin. That's referring to an Evid. Um, that's, in other words, ever to be a Shalach Kabbalah. So in other words, still, we don't have a proof, if you like, either way, what the requirements are for a shaliyah, for a person to be, uh, if you're to mezak, to, to create something for somebody else. All right? Great. Colter. Thank you. All right, Colter, thank you. Thank you so much.